Welcome. In episode 14, I'm going to be talking about establishing your key performance indicators. Welcome to Transforming Procurement Podcast with Lourdes Koss, the show dedicated to help procurement professionals in their transformation journey. Lourdes believes that procurement professionals have the potential to add great value by becoming the best version of themselves. Welcome, friends. First of all, I want to wish you a happy, healthy, and prosperous new year. Whether you set goals or resolutions for the new year, I wish you success in achieving them all. Today, I'm talking about key performance indicators. I often encountered the situation of no data at the agency when I first started. Not having any data means that you're guessing at best. I used observation, talked to my team, and used the information that I gathered in the listening tour that I talked a couple of episodes ago to try to assess where we were from the performance perspective. I'm sure you'll agree with me that it is difficult to hit the mark when you're going on anecdotal and subjective information. It is definitely ideal to have data when you're initiating a transformation because you can more effectively set the baseline for your current state. This sets the starting line from where to improve. Of course, in the ideal scenario, the data is available and easily manipulated to slice and dice it in many different ways. Unfortunately, in many instances, I encounter the lack of data. Data was either non-existent because of the manual nature of the transactions, there was limited technology, or no one had yet thought uh, through what was needed to measure performance or whatever other unique circumstance. Sometimes the data or reports do not exist by design, particularly if the agency does not want to be subject to some Freedom of Information Act that requires to serve up the information. And if the picture is not pretty, well, why then collect the information, right? It might be that the picture is not pretty at the time. And no one really wants to own the story that goes with it. In a transformation process, data is just absolutely vital. You want to know where you're starting from. It gives you the baseline for the current state to establish where you want to be and be able to set goals. From those goals, you're going to then develop strategies, and from the strategies, you can develop the tactics necessary to improve the situation. Of course, when you don't have the data to start with, you might be making an educated guess of where you are and where do you want to be. You need experience for this. Otherwise, it will be very difficult to know where to start. The starting point is many times the challenge. 
People know that they need to do something. They just don't know where to start. I've had uh, to do this in a few agencies that I worked in. And, um, you know, this guessing work is, is not, it, it really simply is not the best case scenario. And it was a case where uh, sometimes you know, we had no data, but the administration or some stakeholders were demanding immediate results. When you enter a situation where transformation is critical, no one really cares that you don't have data to know where to start. Experience is what I drew from to establish the goals and the targets when we finally came up with some KPIs. When you establish the KPIs, you may not have all the information, which is why you have to identify where will that information come from and how will it be collected. This means that this will be part of your strategies and tactics to set up how you're going to obtain the information to populate the performance indicator that you have set. In doing that, it's important to be realistic and prioritize that which is going to have the greatest return on your investment of time. Because I don't think that it's the best idea to focus your already limited resources on collecting information. Because, of course, it is going to slow down the progress in actually getting the job done, in achieving other goals. I generally like to establish a separate group or a source to collect the information. And this is where having some type of technology really helps. When we didn't have the technology, we tried to be as efficient as possible. Say a database was created to collect information and then worked out a process so that the information got to the person collecting the data. Because capturing data points manually is so labor-intensive, and you have to be careful not to duplicate the information. You want to be judicious on how many KPIs you want to establish and prioritize only those that are the most critical or the information is more readily available. That doesn't mean that you are at some point are going to plan to have or gather the additional information and establish other KPIs. You should also have a goal to do that and establish some sort of time frame and resources needed to collect the additional data. Remember that if you focus on data collection with the same resources that are going to do the work, something's going to suffer in quality and speed. In the agencies that I worked, we generally started with cycle times. From a broader perspective, everyone is always interested in the length of the procurement process. 
This is information that is necessary for establishing the schedule of projects. It is necessary to know how long the procurement process is in order to establish the funding schedule. Budgeting monies and source of funding are also impacted by the length of time that it takes to process a procurement. It also has an impact on the personnel time and what commitments of time are necessary at a particular time in order to perform within the project. So the procurement time, the length of time, has an impact on that too. So it is important to acknowledge that cycle times are very critical in the project planning process. It is not just a reason that departments choose to capriciously complain about procurement. Given the importance of this information from a variety of perspectives, it is a KPI that I would include and prioritize to the extent possible. This is how procurement is able to contribute to the overall success of the organization. The relevance of the KPI is to at least make the process time more predictable for planning purposes. If you have a clear picture of the amount of time that a solicitation will take in your agency based on your process, and whatever requirements the agency has, then at least the people planning the implementation of initiatives and projects can have a better idea and a more realistic view of the length, timing, and effort required for the implementation of the different projects and initiatives whenever the involvement of procurement and the procurement process is necessary. From the procurement perspective, as procurement professionals, we always want to do better. But there is a limit to the number of days that we can reduce the cycle times by. So it is important to be realistic. If you shorten the process for responses in a way that makes it difficult for firms to participate, then you will end up with a different problem like quality or lack of responses. So in setting the targets, it is critical that you understand how those targets will impact your other goals. If you shorten the process such that you have to rebid, no time was saved. And technically, end up shooting yourself up in the foot. There are times when it is the end user asking to shorten the response time because they are in a rush and sometimes do not understand that there are, there are consequences to unreasonable time frames. There are times that the end user really wears you out and you finally give in only to have to start the process all over again. There was a saying uh, in the city of Chicago when I, back when I was doing the A&E procurements. We used to say, 
There's never enough time to do it right, but there's always time to come back and do it again. Something that I would advise all listeners is to separate the cycle times by type of procurement. For example, small purchases, formal bids, RFPs, and RFQs, and and any other. I would also advise you to look at the data, at all the data points. And if you have the opportunity to do so, plot the data to see how it looks against your goal. This will let you see if you have, if you're performing within the ballpark. And lets you also identify if there's a particular type of procurement that seem to be skewing the averages, then perhaps you want to separate them and have its own target. For example, say your IT projects take a little longer than your other professional service projects and the RFPs Average cycle times goes up whenever you have an IT project for that period. Then what it's doing is kind of skewing your your averages and reflecting data of an outlier that is pulling the average to show that it's actually higher than it is. It is easier to explain that a particular category takes longer as opposed to explaining why the average cycle time increased dramatically during a particular period. So establish KPIs, but understand that it is a management tool. Don't make the job about collecting the KPIs. KPIs should help everyone, especially you, keep tap of where you are, in the achievement of goals. Let me end by saying that you can't manage what you don't measure. And this is the relevance of having KPIs. You always want to measure where you are in relation to the goal so that you can understand where you need to focus your efforts on. Well, friends, That's all the time that I have for today. Don't forget to visit my website, lourdescause.com, for programs on leadership and procurement. I encourage you to subscribe to my free monthly leadership newsletter. It is filled with great information and tips to help you in your leadership journey. There is also still time to register for Live to Lead 2020. Next rebroadcast is January 15th. And you have five days to access the event. The last rebroadcast is February 12th. If you are a leader or an aspiring leader, you owe it to yourself to participate. I'll include the link on the notes and it is also in the events page on my website. I am starting a monthly webinar program for small groups uh, in chapters. Send me an email lourdes.cause1 at gmail.com. If you're interested, you'll be shocked to learn how affordable it is for your group. I'm doing it as a service for my colleagues and friends in procurement. Well, okay. Thank you for listening. Join me next time for more on the transformation journey. Until then, be well, my friends.
Until next time, add value, grow, and transform.